calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune into the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I, this is going to be a, a super weird, out-of-the-nowhere question. Oh, that's shocking. That's, yeah, yeah. yeah, not your style. Uh, I, I, I always like keeping track of the fringe guys. Tell me about Kendrick Nunn. Inside, Paul Sullen. Nunn's got a free win. Down the floor by himself. And a two-hand jam by Nunn. Good defense by Miami. An 11-point lead, their largest of the game. So Memphis is 0 for the last 10 shots. Nunn for three. Rattles it down from the right side. A 24-1 run. Oh, my goodness. Impressive performance all the way around by Nunn. This, your boy, Kendrick Nunn. Look at him, beast. Shining like a star. Didn't realize he was going to get the start all along. That's a, that, was, that was a strange one, too. That was that was great. It was fun. It was a fun night after after the ref stopped call travel uh, stopped calling travels every uh, every other possession, and they were allowed to play a little bit of basketball. It was a, it was a nice little show for the Miami Heat. Without Jimmy Butler, we'll go to the Ryan Fields and Downstairs Convenience Stores guest line. Truly, steps beyond convenient. And then we'll talk to Ira Winderman. Ira, how you doing this morning? Ira. I, I am doing good, and I got to say this. I told when you were in the locker room, I go up to uh, Kendrick on after the game. He even mentioned it by full name. He goes, Ira, I just want to thank Brian London for his ongoing support. So <laughs> I, I, I think that moment alone made my, my night. And then he actually opened his wallet. And I've never seen this because I didn't think it would fit in a wallet. He has a beautiful photo of Beast in there as well. So, so those comments clearly resonated. <laughs> they were the they were the driving force to get him to where he was. Oh, Ira, uh, you are national treasure. The Ira. night started off weird, Ira, because I in the in the Spolster pregame press conference, I really did mm-hmm. think the Jimmy Butler thing was a bit. I was like, no, this this what? can't be. Yeah. He's, uh, there's yeah. no way. And 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 then like it gets oddly silent. I'm like, oh oh, he's really like he's out out. This is the, he's not playing tonight. It was such a it was such a a surprise a shock. Um, how did they deal with all of this? When did they when did they find out? And do we know when he's going to be back? Well, I, it, it, all the thought is he's going to be back. He'll make his heat debut in Milwaukee on Saturday night. The way Eric Spolster phrased it, you saw it, Tobin. He was smiling as if it was a joyous moment for not having Jimmy Butler. So the widespread assumption is some sort of you know child on the way. He was there for childbirth. Something like that, because, I mean, Eric was, like, giddy about saying that his best, highest-paid player wouldn't be there. So I doubt it could be anything other than that. So that's sort of the working assumption there. But it was odd. But I got to tell you, there's a part B to that also. As you guys know, the NBA is moving closer to gambling. Uh, in Washington, Ted Leonsis, the owner there, is actually going to have a sports book in the Wizards' home arena. And I think going forward in the future, announcements like that won't come sort of just off the cuff from a coach that as soon as the team knows it, they're going to have to say something because let's face it, that should have swung the line significantly just to come out as like, oh yeah, by the way, we don't have our best player. So it was a very odd moment. It was a downer. There was a real down feeling leading up to the game. And it continued, honestly, guys, probably through three quarters until the Heat finally seized control in that fourth quarter. 
So what could have been another uneven start for a team that had a losing home record last year turned into something else. But don't kid yourselves. They need Jimmy Butler. Yeah, they absolutely do. But speaking of Joyous, uh, I think Justice enjoyed getting the chance to, to be the feature guy. What did you, you make of his season debut? You know, and the one thing I, I thought that he, he did two things. I thought the one thing he did is he got up to another one of those uneven Justice Winslow starts where he got to the rim and did nothing with it. And you're like, oh, not another season of not finishing. But he did one thing that I think is critical in the role he's going to play for this team. He realized he's bigger than the other wing players he plays against. And I think that's part of the reason that Eric Spolster is going big with two bigs on the court at all times, Kelly Olenek, Bam Adebayo, Myers Leonard. He wants to create that matchup where Justice's 230 pounds is going against a lesser player where he could drive him into the paint. And Justice did that, and he took care of that. And he was sort of part of this overwhelming heat performance at the foul line where they finished with 39 free throws at the end of the game, which really were different makers. So I, I think that's what he wants to do. Is he wants to get Justice's big on the opposition small, and I think there's going to be a real interesting chess match going forward because as soon as Saturday, it could be Giannis Antetokounmpo on Justice, which will create an entirely different dynamic. Ira, last night, it, I don't know why it just took uh, until the regular season opener for me to figure this out, but just watching the rotations, watching the guys that uh, spoke and put out there, and, and knowing the guys that weren't even available last night, mm-hmm. the depth of this team and the ability for Spo to switch up uh, his lineups and rotations uh, seems pretty remarkable. I guess it just dawned on me. Yeah, no, it, it's comfortable now. Again, let's all take a deep breath. It was the Memphis Grizzlies who at the end of the season will be one of the five worst teams in the NBA. So you have to pull back a little, realize you're at home and enjoy it. I think what last night showed is, and it was sort of a signal sent out. This is with Puff of Smoke sent out to Deion Wayers and James Johnson. Don't kid yourself. You're not essential. You have to work your way back toward us. We don't have to wait for you. Because think of that, guys, last night. They had $27 million of salary that wasn't even in uniform with Waiters and James Johnson and yet they found other things because they had Kendrick Nunn at the minimum. They had Chris Silva on a two-way contract. They had Tyler Hero on a rookie-scale contract. They got real value contributions. But it's crazy when you think about it that there was $27 million of salary that wasn't there for the Heat. Guys, the Heat were counting on. Right now, I don't even know if James Johnson would be part of the rotation if he finally makes his conditioning. And I think the huge question is this. Officially, from the Miami Heat, Dion Waiters is off suspension today. If you remember Pat Riley's statement, it said Dion will miss the opener. He will rejoin the team on Thursday. Now, they're not practicing today, so this gets put on hold. But I'm really curious to see if Dion Waiters is at practice tomorrow. And I would almost, if that was a betting man and there were odds, bet that Dion Waiters will not travel to Milwaukee and Minnesota wow. this weekend. Because as Leroy referenced early in the show, after those social media comments by Dion. How do you say publicly, my coach can't coach, my coach wants to get rid of me, and then walk into practice Friday, hey, coach, how you doing? I think it's going to be really interesting. Hey, Ira, one of the things I was most impressed with, all the other stuff is great, but like you said, they're playing Memphis. How about those free throws? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. It felt good to think now that they're being aggressive and going to the line that it actually means something. 
and, and, and without Hassan Whiteside in there bricking the free throws, they have guys who can make them, and Jimmy Butler's another good free throw shooter. Right. Yeah, that, that means everything. It's getting to the line is part A of the equation. We've seen so much of part B of that equation also. So if they can do that, that's the aggressive team that Eric Spolster wants. He wants a team. He always says, I want to be an attacking team. I want to get into the paint. And here's the thing. Dion Waiters is great at that and could be part of this and can create even more free throws. And the one thing, and I talked to Tobin in the press room before the game, when you think about it, when they announced that Jimmy Butler was out, that could have been a game where Dion Waiters would have started, would have played all the minutes he wanted, would have taken 30 shots. You talk about guys who are stupid in letting their egos get in their way that in a preseason meaningless game, he complained about his minutes and he absolutely forfeited himself a showcase because he is another player who would sit here. And again, that's why I'm wondering. I'm waiting to see what the Heat announces today and tomorrow. I don't know where Deion Waiters is with this team right now, but I really do wonder if he's going to tell him to take the James Johnson approach and say, hey, just work out. We'll call you when we need you. Ira, you like me, like, I watched what Goran did last night, and I watched guys come off the bench and play 30, 35 minutes, and they didn't mm-hmm. start, but their impact, and the first thing I thought of was, damn that, Dion, because that's the role that he would play, yes. and just because he's yes. not starting, he's still going to play starters minutes. And and that's the thing. I mean, look, we talked to Goran after the game. He was wonderful last night. He helped spark that second half, especially in the third quarter. And he was honest. He says, no, it's still difficult to play as a reserve. I'm not used to it yet, but I accept it. He accepted, he went out, and he thrived. Look, it is a transition to tell anyone. I know they say that Eric Spolster said yesterday to shoot, shoot around, being a starter is the most meaningless thing in the NBA. It's who finishes. But there's ego. They have pyrotechnics at the start. They don't when you (laughs) enter six minutes into the game. I get that. It's a different feeling. You know, Leroy, it's how guys are wired. You know, it just – Dion is wired as, again, what he called himself Kobe Wade in college. He thought he was one of the best shooting guards in the league. This team doesn't need that ego. There's room for one ego in the room. That's Jimmy Butler's ego, and everyone else has to sort of play alongside. And that's why, to me, I know Pat Riley doesn't want us talking about James Johnson and Dion Waiters. He has always said, talk about those who are present and contributing, and yet it's just sort of lingering there. And, Leroy, I agree with you. I think they need Dion Waiters because as much as they have depth in their rotation right now when Jimmy Butler comes back, it's not like Derrick Jones Jr. is overwhelming. It's not like Duncan Robinson will ever hit a shot at a home game. There is a place for Dion Waiters. If I'm Dion, I come in, I apologize to the team, I go on social media and apologize to my coach, and I tell the PR staff, please bring the media over. I want to do this just once and say how wrong I am. And, and Leroy, you know how this works. Even if he doesn't mean it, it doesn't matter. He can put this whole thing to rest tomorrow at practice, and yet I think all of us agree that's not going to happen. Well, the, uh, the other, that's one of the reasons why he is in the situation he's in, because it's other, not going to happen. Okay, yeah. but the other thing is, yeah. too, that they have to deal with is, all right, great, he apologizes. But if Kendrick Nunn goes and produces, why would they take him out? Like, they, I mean, if their plan was to start Kendrick Nunn and he goes out and he does that on, on his first night, I mean, I'm not saying he's going to go and do that every single night because I, I understand it, the competition he was taking on, but – you know, if this is about earning, it's it's all good to say that you apologize, but then if, okay, 
can he apologize and then sit through the Bucks game and watch Kendrick Nunn go produce? Well, question. Yeah, but you know, uh, but but last night Duncan Robinson played 23 minutes, and I know you say, yeah, those were minutes that would have gone to Jimmy Butler. But in most games, someone is ailing, someone's in foul trouble, someone is off. God bless Kendrick Nunn, but he's not going to score in the 20s every game. The opportunity will be there organically if you have any yeah. common sense to your approach. They will summon him, and you guys know in the NBA, as Kendrick Nunn showed last night, it only takes a moment. Because if Deion Waiters has one of his Deion games and is 8-for-8 eight eight and has 24, 26 points, he will play going forward. You create your opportunity. We've seen that across the board in the league. So that could happen organically. What Deion Waiters has to wrap his head around is this. He is not one of the top three players on this team and will not be this season or for the remainder of his Heat career. That's how this roster is set up. Whether it's Justice or Bam or Jimmy Butler or even Tyler Hero, there were other guys ahead of him in the pecking order. At some point in your career, when you're playing for your third team and you're five or six years in, you got to recognize who you are and where you are. And again, he already got his payoff. He has his $52 million. So it's not like he's playing for a contract. It should be simpler. But again, I think being humble when you have ego is one of the most difficult things in sports. Yeah, it's also self-awareness. It's always yeah, difficult. He has none. Like There's he, a lot he's of people. Wait, he's in Instagram even two days after suspension. He's saying, yeah, I'll do whatever role. Yeah. The Let, writing is on the wall. Let's be clear. We have these conversations about a lot of athletes on a daily basis about just being self-aware. Just understand yeah. where you fit in. And they don't. Look, look at A.B. Yeah. Okay. Like, well, yeah. it happened. Like, it, it, it just – it's a thing, man. If there's one thing that, you know, Ari, you follow sports, and you would say if there's one thing that you could pass on to an athlete and you know nothing about playing that sport is be self-aware. Understand where you are and just embrace it. A lot of and guys don't end the, up nowhere. And, and here's the thing. Someone is self-aware in this process. Because every one of these Dion Waiters posts has since been deleted. So whether it's his agent, whether it's his friend, whether it's Dion, someone realized Somebody. this has to go away. Right. You know what? What's killing Dion Waiters is the social media. And it kills all these guys because they've never had this apparatus to go out. But that's what I'm saying. Whoever deleted Dion Waiters' account, account or a post, I should say, should be the one who should say, Hey, Dion, today while the heat is off, go to Instagram. Everyone will notice because they're tracking your every post. Offer a formal, even if it's not heartfelt apology. We've all seen those done in sports, including <laughs> lately from the Houston Astros. Do one of those, and that's your get-out-of-jail-free card. Because let's face it, if the waiters today post that on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or something like that, all he has to do tomorrow practice is say, hey, guys, I stand by what I posted yesterday. There is such an easy out here that I would think his people, who he is paying a lot of money, including 4% of his salary, should step up and say, hey, there's actually a get-out-of-jail-free card here. Ira, we always appreciate the time. Thank you so much. Thanks, Ira. Thanks, no, Ira. Wait, no, no Daryl making questions from, from Beef? <laughs> I, uh, I'm going to quit goes, while I'm ahead. <laughs> wait, yeah, he okay. is so, so he proud of himself. Yeah. yeah, I can imagine. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thanks, Ira. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? 
then you're going to want to tune into the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.